If you're like me, you don't buy the fluff. The hotel sales landscape has changed forever. And frankly, the old advice doesn't work like it used to. Travel schedules have changed, companies have gone remote, and <laughs> no one shows up to chamber meetings anymore. So the big question is this, how do we as hoteliers adapt to our new normal? How are we gonna change? How do we not get left behind in an increasingly digital world? My name is Joe Gray, and this is Hotel Sales Talk. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I wanna talk about leverage in sales. I was recently reminded of this principle. I mean, it's a principle that I still use all the time, but I was reminded of really the importance of it. Um, and I'll start off with a story kind of explaining it, but yesterday I was helping my brother. He uh, he has his own, or, or so at the, at the hotel, right, we were having issues with a part on the... Uh, the hot tub like the heating part and so there's this sensor in there that we had to get out but to get it out we had to get this bolt off the front this like big bolt off the front of the the uh, system back there and so we started to kind of work on it my brother had been working on it for a while and then he asked me to come in and help him and we were trying to like put a wrench on there hammer the wrench like just do random stuff because it was on really tight and at one point, I just put the wrench on, and my brother was just like calling my other brother because he's like, I don't know if we're going to be able to get this off. And I just, I put the wrench on, and all I did was just like, and I didn't think this was going to work. I was like pretty shocked, actually. All I did was just like step on the wrench with like all my weight, and it started to move it. Um, And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's kind of interesting, actually. It really relates well because like, before we were trying to use like and we were using leverage right because we were using all these different tools because there's no way you're getting that off without a tool right so we were trying to use leverage but we had to use like increased leverage right we had to use more weight to move it and it's amazing how easily it moved once we actually put the right amount of leverage on there um and i think it's that's interesting because that's exactly what you do in sales like if you don't have leverage you're it's it's going to be a lot of outreach without much response. And you can still like, it, it's not that you can't be successful, but the more leverage you can get, the more successful you can be. Like right now, I'm trying to work into one of the uh, local big hotel management companies. But my leverage piece is um, a really good friend of mine and someone that I worked with a lot in college on different projects because he like he's got family that's like that leads that group and that's like some of the best leverage you can get right but but really good leverage like for example with hotel sales let's just explain this principle right here like the, it's really important for your front desk to get those company names for two reasons like one we reach out to all of our guests via whatever i usually try to text them but you have to have texting permission so however you can get that permission like that that's what's really nice about so like with the sales hop software like we go in and we i know how to get that permission so i go set it up for people but basically i um i set up that that permission and then with the sales hop software i can put them on sequences where i can hit them one two three times right over the course of three days i'll set them up on a three-step sequence and so i'm not only am i am I talking to them that, that are 
have just recently stayed with us, right? So that's like a huge amount of leverage right there. But then I'm hitting them up multiple times so that you're adding more weight to it, right? You're adding more and more weight to that leverage that you already have. And then once you get them to respond, then you utilize them to get into the company. But if they don't respond, then we put them, I mean, I, I do both anyways. I'll, even if they, like the day one that I put them in the guest sequence, I'll also, if I can get their company name, if I know their company name, I'll put the, I'll go out and I'll use Clearbit Connect to go find other contacts within that company, whether it's like, a lot of times it's like the executive assistant or a travel manager or oftentimes it's not really a travel manager is like their role. If you're looking in Clearbit Connect, it's usually like executive assistant or I'll try to hit, I'll try to reach out to someone in HR or if it, honestly, honestly, if it's not like a really big company, I'll just reach out to like the executive team. I'll reach out to like the CEO or the COO. Um, And if it's not like a super big company, they often are the ones who respond because they actually care about saving money. Um, And so, or the owner of the company, right? Or if I can't find anything, I'll just reach out to their general email. But then I utilize the guest name. So I say, hey, let's just say John Smith stayed with us. I'm just like, hey, like I noticed that, or my name is Joe Gray. I'm, I'm the director of sales at this hotel. John Smith from your company recently stayed with us, right? Like very simple, but that when you utilize that name, there's an amount of leverage there. Um, and it's interesting. I was, cause I, I already have been doing this, but I kind of liked I didn't push that one as hard for a while, that that email sequence. And then I was on a sales call the other day and this lady was talking about it and, and it was uh and and I had already set this up before. Like I already have done this a lot and it works well. And then I just realized, hmm, like maybe I should kind of push that harder again and I did the other day. And I was surprised again at how many responses I got just by utilizing the name of the guest. But I don't, here's the thing, I don't ever send those like one-to-one because you always have to follow up, like almost always. Sometimes people respond on the first one, but it's rare. And so for me, for my follow-up sequences, again, like I have that software where I'll just throw them in the system and then I click the button and it moves them to sequence two and then to sequence three and it sends them these these personalized messages based on what I need, but it's all like like sequences and automated so I don't have to remember to follow up, but but that's again putting more weight on the leverage, right? Like I found leverage and now I have to put more and more weight on it by messaging them more times than just one, right? Or or utilizing more information that I have from the company. Um and then I'll I'll do a lot of just local company outreach and I'll get some responses to that, but it's a lot more it's it's more rare to get responses to that because you don't have as much leverage, right? You can say like, hey, I noticed you have an office right next to us or whatever, but like, and that's 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 okay leverage, but it's not great leverage. It's not like, hey, we, we noticed that you have a guest staying with us already, right? Or we noticed that you stayed with us. Like that's way different leverage than like, oh, I noticed you have an office near us, right? And so like, it is extremely different, different, uh, there's different types of leverage and, and you just want to put as much weight as you can on it because if you can put more weight on it you're much more likely to get a response so anyways shorter uh, episode today but i hope you guys found it interesting that amount of leverage putting more weight on the leverage is really really important and if you don't have any leverage sales is going to be really difficult really difficult there's something about 
I think it's just the trust of like, oh, we're already using you or I've experienced you before or, oh, you know someone that I know. Like there's some kind of familiarity. You need that familiarity and, and that way they trust you and they're like, okay, I could see us actually utilizing this. This isn't just some random reach out where I don't, I can't trust this individual, right? So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you guys think about it because it is important. I gave away some pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty good tactics actually in this, this podcast episode. And if you actually do those things, like I'm, I'm telling you, if you actually start to consistently do those things, you'll start to put on quite a few accounts, like quite a few accounts, but it's, it's a consistent thing, right? It's not just like a, oh, we did it for a week and we put on like two accounts. Great. You know, this is like, if you do that, those things that I just told you every day for, you know, six months, you're going to see a significant difference in the number of LNR room nights you're producing at your property, like a significant difference, but you have to continue to do it. And once you stop, it starts to decrease again because travel is so variable, right? Anyways, yeah, just a, uh, a challenge, if you will to uh, get out there and do it and try it. So anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Bye, everyone. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to let you know that I have a LinkedIn account just like the rest of the world. And I post lots of valuable hotel sales and marketing content on that account. Um, please reach out and connect with me. You can find me easily via search by searching Joe Gray Sales Hop, or you can click the link in the podcast description and it will bring you right to my page. Looking forward to connecting.